and welcome to episode 60 of the True Achievements Podcast. At 60, we are an old age pensioner. <laughs> we are eligible for a bus pass and cheap dental care, um, which is nice. Uh, with me today, I have Dave. Hello, you all right? And Jack. Hello. Hi, guys. How's it going? Great. Ta-da! Silence, because we asked two people at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody well? Dave, you well? Yeah, I'm good, you? Yeah, really well, thank you. Apart from that, oh, just something just fell off, <laughs> off my computer, uh, which is a shame. Uh, but apart from that, I'm good. I'm a bit sniffly, so apologies if I sound a bit bunged up. Jack, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Excellent, cool. So uh, let's crack on. We are in a world of leaderboard genre-related pain, which we'll come on to in a bit. So we've got lots to get through. Let's do it. So uh, Dave, let's talk about what we've been playing. Uh, you've had a, a busy time, reasonable number of uh, games you've been playing. Let's talk about Turn On. I briefly mentioned it last week because we were all playing it for GTASC. Uh, you've you've annihilated that game. Yeah, I've got a little bit left to do at the end. I think it's quite an easy game. I think there's one kind of level so the, the the basic aim is you kind of just going from wire to wire where you control which direction and you can jump up and down there's a, the occasional level where you sort of like automatically going from left to right yeah and there's it's probably scrolling. yeah there's one that and it, like it kind of speeds up at certain points and you've got to collect x amount of these little energy spark things to yes. three stars it's probably one is that the bus one you're talking about uh, no, I've done that one. There's one a little oh, bit okay. later on. I can't remember. CJ said in uh, the forum said it's probably the trickiest one, and I haven't done it yet because the they tend to be kind of like you'll get like four or five in a row on the same because there's different wires that you jump to, and they'll be on the same wire. Whereas this one, they seem to be all over the place, and you've got to get sixty odd to get like the three stars. Which I've, I tried a couple of times. It's not like I've sat there for ages doing it, but tried a couple of times, missed that one, and then I. I got to one level at the end that just seemed to be going on and on and on and on, and I just came up with that point that I'll come back <laughs> to that another time. Um, yeah, it's all right, though, isn't it? It's an all right puzzler. What yeah, did you call it, a puzzler? I don't know what you call it. Yeah, sort I of guess so, yeah. puzzle collecting game. But it chuck, the, the reason we're all playing it is because it absolutely throws achievements <laughs> at you. The whole game's got 82 achievements, I think, and, it, and you can get... Um, you can complete the whole lot in four hours, but probably you can get three quarters of them in two hours i'd say yes yeah, so, so we've all we've all rattled through that yeah the last week's bonus was to get double one it double the number of achievements you got the week before and for some reason yes. cj managed to get like 90 odd so we had to it's catch up but yeah we did but it. we did it yeah yeah big up the team um jack you were playing that as well anything to add to turn on um it was kind of like yeah puzzler platformer i didn't really enjoy it too much to be honest no, um, I much more preferred the levels that were up to you at what route you took and going and collecting all the bits. There was one with a fairground with the, like a wheel that was a complete disaster. Uh, there was red sparks. Oh yeah, where you got kind of avoid things. Yeah, yeah, I didn't enjoy that at all. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's an alright game and it's dirt cheap. So if you want a lot of achievements, if you if you're short of a milestone for um, anything, that's the one to go for. It. I think it was like two pound fifty or something. Yeah, not too much. Um, have you been playing anything else, Dave? Uh, yeah, so I've finished Madden NFL 25. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Completed it. Yeah, so the, there was the last achievement I need, these collections that you get in the game, and the most recent ones, they've been really easy. You just, you just seem to get these random cards, and you fill a collection without even knowing it. 
Right. This one you had to get like the the easiest way I could figure out to get it was you have to get like every stadium in the game. Ooh, okay, that sounds like a pain. <laughs> I got to the end and I was one stadium sharks. The like the trading bits dead. Like if you go on FIFA, yeah. there's like stadiums all over the place because this Did is. Did you dead. make use of our wonderful community? No, well, I tried and failed. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, I, hate you. I, managed to, I thought, right, okay, I'm gonna. I, I had a look under the Xbox app, and you know the captures for the game. Yes. And people, you see, people seem to take when they get like a a, a really high rated card, they seem to take a screenshot of it. Okay. So I was looking through, and I saw somebody got the card I needed in, in one of these screenshots. So I sent him a message and said, like, please get a trade for you. What did <laughs> you say? Yeah, the nice guy said, yeah, I'll do it now. So finally, I'm not that finished that. Uh, but the main thing I've been playing is Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Okay, cool. Let's, so let's talk about that. We did a live stream of this game on, I think it was Tuesday. Uh-huh. Um, we played for an hour in the office, and I immediately fell in love with it uh, and immediately ordered it that, like within seconds of starting it. Uh, it just it looks fantastic. It's got, you know, that Ubisoft now, I was thinking this when I was playing it again last night, replayed the first hour because I obviously have it now at home. Um, Ubisoft have made enough open world, brilliant open world games. I'm thinking Far Cry, I'm thinking Watch Dogs, I'm thinking Assassin's Creed, that they probably have 80% of the gameplay and yeah, mechanics of the game. Open, yeah. Um, down. I mean, they've made it so many evolutions of those games, and they're all, you know, the versions that we're, they're chucking out now are all brilliant, really, off the bat. Watch Dogs 2 was amazing. Um, Far Cry, I mean, I thought Far Cry 3 was one of the best games I'd ever played. 4 didn't quite grab me as much, but still the mechanics of that game are spectacular. And this immediately drops you back into that sort of world, but they've they've mixed it up a bit. So I think they've... I don't remember the driving in Far Cry 3 being particularly great, um, and you guys will remember the driving in the beta of Wildlands being pretty sketchy, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, but this one immediately felt great. And I think Watch Dogs 2 really improved on Watch Dogs 1's um, car mechanics. And, and they actually brought a new studio just for the for the handling, I think. I can't remember the name of the, the studio they bought for that. But they've done a really good job on, on the cars. Um, it, it looks just like Far Cry 4. Far Cry 3, the environment, so you're very mountainous, jungly, mm-hmm. um, South America type environments, but then they've thrown in like the weapons from the division, mm-hmm. so you've got really amazingly complicated weapons that just feel and sound really solid, like the the kick, you can feel the kickback on the guns, they're just... The auto snap on the aim is is really tight, you know, you can shoot someone in the head from a long way away you know, without even a really proper scoped weapon, especially on easy. I'm playing it on easy. Um, but that's my initial first impression. I haven't played too much. There's a lot of um, cutscenes, and I think almost the first 15 minutes you don't control a thing. It's just setting up the game. Uh, but Dave, you've played more of it than that. So so what else What can you add to that? Um, it's it, Like you say, it's, it's very Far Cry-esque in the environment, but without the, the wild animals just jumping out and... Killing you everywhere. <laughs> I was trying to explain it to Mark last night, and it's like, it's like you say, they've taken the team-based bit of the previous Ghost Recon games because you control, you can, you can control yeah, where they go. It doesn't seem as detailed as in the past. Like I remember in the previous games, like you'd be moving them all the time, whereas they seem to be quite intuitive this time. They just kind of know when to shoot, where to go, mm-hmm. what to do. Um, yeah, but like you say, shooting's really tight. 
the driving. I think the thing for me is there's no feedback on the controller when you're okay. driving, which is a bit weird for me. Okay. When you're going over bumps and things, there's, there's nothing happening. The controller just dead. So, but and yeah, and some cars handle great. Some of them are really bit twitchy, but I think that's just generally because some of the cars like it's the country's a bit run down and battered. Yeah, a lot of the so, vehicles. I mean, you've got like modern. You've got some modern jeeps kicking about, but you've also got some pretty old, horrible. I did a mission cars. last night, and we got like a sports car that was brilliant, just smashing oh. that around the map. Uh, the helicopters and planes we were playing in last night. So these, li- it's like Ghost Recon previously in this massive open world. It is pretty good. And, yeah, uh, I mean, we had a quick look at the map, and um, it looked quite big the bit we were in, and then we <laughs> sort of zoomed out, and it was like, oh my god, it's like fifty times the size of what we thought it was. Um, yeah, talking about the driving, I am. Um, I was driving from A to B last night. In fact, I was. If you remember the very first mission vague spoilers you have to extract a guy yeah uh, and there's a helicopter handily sat out on the lawn so you go in there and you um when we were playing it on the stream we uh we we, we killed all the bad guys extracted the guy took him to the helicopter flew off and um it was like a, a minute flight away to drop him off but last night in the battle because i accidentally i was trying to tag someone using the binoculars and you like zoom in the binoculars with the right trigger um, but something weird happened where I flipped out of the binoculars as soon as I pressed the right trigger and pulled my gun and sh- just started firing. <laughs> so they all saw me like immediately. They're all alerted, and I was like, "Oh no!" Because I was trying to do. It. I was actually trying to be stealthy for once in my life. Um, and in the crossfire, the helicopter got blown up, right. which was really annoying. So I was like, "Right, okay, fine." Got the guy out. Went to the helicopter. Like, "Oh no, it's all broken." So I got back in the jeep, and then it was. I don't know, as the crow flies, it was probably only a 4K drive, but because of the mountainous yeah, terrain, really I was going yeah. all over the place. It took me about 15 minutes to drive there, and I I crashed a couple of times, and the, the handling of the car got noticeably worse Like okay. as I'd caused it damage. Um, like I don't know whether I busted a tire. It wasn't obvious that I'd bust a tire, but generally stuff, as smoke started coming out of my bonnet, <laughs> the handling started getting much weaker. Uh, so that's sort of that's quite cool. But there's vehicles everywhere. I mean, it's no trouble to stop and grab another one. Um, and all your all your boys, like it was because uh, there was you're a squad of four, but obviously when you've extracted someone, there's five of you. And I got in a car and there was only room for four, so one of the blokes was like, "Hey, I'll catch you later on." <laughs> it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. So he sort of I left him there. Don't know what he did for the rest of the day, but um, and then we drove off. But uh, yeah, it's great, isn't it? I mean, straight away, I'm 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 totally loving it. But as I say, I'm only an hour in. You can tell as well the dynamic weather, like when it starts raining. You could like it all goes a bit weird, and the different uh, surfaces as well, because he's like, you go from like a road to quite often yeah, dirt uh, tracks, and you can yeah. feel that change in the handling and things. But is um, it so detailed? The only problem for me so far is like I'm probably, I was playing. My girlfriend loves it, so I was playing with her last night, and we, I'm probably, the the maps kind of split up into each area of the map. You kind of getting intel on one of these cartel members. And you kind yeah. of like working to take different each of these down and like bring down this web of cartel to get to the main boss type thing. And you do that by getting intel on them. Then the missions and it's getting quite repetitive because you're just doing the same kind of missions. It's like storm this base, get this bit of intel, protect this for two minutes, do this. So I don't know if it's going to change as you go and more things get a bit interesting. But like, you know, Far Cry had that really great sort of like antagonist do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hated, but you loved him, and even though yeah. that was quite repetitive in what you were doing, the overarching story was really strong. Whereas yeah. this is not much going on aside from you running here and shooting people. 
Okay. So we'll see how yeah, I haven't, I haven't really absorbed myself into the story yet, but it certainly seems promising. And I'd, just the general mechanic, I just, I think Ubisoft just have, have they nail those worlds. They just, I just want to be in them. I want to explore them. I don't want to, I want to shoot things in them and drive things in them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're really looking forward to playing more of that over the coming week. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend certainly the first hour of what I've played of it. Um, apart from that, I tried xbox game pass um so there's a very limited selection of games at the moment most of which i already had but i noticed there was a hexic 2 which i didn't even know existed um but i thought oh, i'll play that because i quite enjoyed hexic 1 it's a relatively chill puzzler but hexic 2 is like wow hexic 1 went went to a street corner and tried to buy some illicit drugs and got sold something <laughs> that's a bit dodgy because <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just like stuff going on. It's like a, a battle grid with two of you doing stuff at the same time, like controlled by the AI. And I, I, to be honest, I didn't really have a clue what was going on. Uh, but I did pop one achievement <laughs> for five gamers going on. Probably never going to go back to that game. But Xbox Game Pass works nicely. I love the menus for it. I think it all looks really, really smart. Um so that bodes well. I'm not exactly sure. We don't have a re- release date, do we? But they said spring. Yeah, spring. Um, so that, I guess, is the next three months. Do you know, I do like how it's, have you noticed that new subscription kind of option? Yeah. So you just go to that and the games, you can kind of just go through them there without fiddling about and opening apps. And yeah. Search and something. there's a built-in Beam up um, in the dash as well. Yeah. I don't know whether you noticed that. So you can broadcast from Beam, but you can't choose the account. It just yeah, it just comes direct from your tag, account, yeah. uh, which will be fine for 90% of people, I think. But if you wanted to get a group of people doing it, obviously that wouldn't work. Jack, you've crossed all your games out, which means I'm guessing you don't want to talk about any of them. Uh, we've talked about all of them already, really, haven't we? Yeah, we've talked about Turn On already. Uh, played a little bit more Ghostblade HD, so that's some relatively quick gaming score. So that was specifically for the... Um, double the achievements GTOC challenge and then finished off two visual well I completed most of one visual novel and finished off another visual novel that I hadn't already but. okay okay so let's move on to our ID streams we've spoken about um, Wildlands even though that wasn't ID but we streamed it anyway um, let's talk about Monday stream which was oh Friday stream which was Ikimu Splinters of the Dark Shard Mm. Uh, which was a platformer, mm-hmm. 3D platformer, Eskimo-themed, as you might guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had sort of a melee attack as you wandered around the environment. There was an awful lot of enemies that sort of kept respawning and, and coming towards you, which you could just sort of batter with your... Did you have a club or some sort of... Um, some not sort too of sure. It was some, some hitting implement. It was definitely <laughs> hitting going on. Um, <laughs> it was quite generous with the achievements we got nine in our hour yeah um there was some bosses at the end of each level uh it was a bit buggy yeah so jack managed to just make himself disappear he could find a way to make himself disappear at regular (laughs) uh regular points just by jumping towards a pot which which was not supposed to happen it was it was a glitch uh we had a few bits where we got stuck in the environment there were some parts where you were supposed to go over bridges but you could just kind of walk your way jump around, around the edge of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, there was a closed bridge which had a barrier in front of it. And, and we just jumped over it. Yeah. And just jumped around the side of it, <laughs> which was quite funny. And we also got stuck at the end. Uh, there was a final boss and we we couldn't figure out what we were supposed to do. We'd killed everything that we were supposed to kill, but we still couldn't get off this lava um, surrounded island. Um, but it was okay. Um, not particularly groundbreaking. But, um, um, interesting to see a 3D 
platformer because a lot of ID stuff seem for some reason seems to be two D. Two D. Yeah, because it's easier. Mm-hmm. Was, I remember in that game there was one really weird bit where I think it was in the lava section where the camera went. Yeah, in, suddenly went in front of you. Yeah, and it was really the hard to. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit weird. You're having to run away from a yeah. river of lava flowing towards you. Yeah, so you're running towards the camera, which is always weird. <laughs> yeah. um, Especially when... Yeah. Jump over lava and stuff that was a bit... Yeah, the platforms are kind of across the screen, so you've got to figure out your perspective and where your character is. Really. Um, cool. Okay, and then on Monday we played Bloons Tower Defense 5. I'm guessing yeah. that's what the TD stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I missed this one, I think, but um, you played it and you managed a <laughs> huge gamer score of five yeah. uh, in your hour. Tell us about this game. So this is a really old Flash game from back in the day. I actually remember playing it at school when I uh, should have been working. Um, um. Um, yeah. Um, so it's a remake of that and it's literally it's just a Tower Defense game. Um, balloons fly around kind of a maze on the screen and you put monkeys down and the monkeys have darts to throw over balloons and you've got different types of monkeys um, different types of balloons that come onto the map and you've got to try and stop them getting to the end and depleting all of your health and that's kind of the core of the game um, different types of balloons though, so you've got camo balloons that come on and only ninja monkeys can hit those um, you have balloons that are lead balloons, and you've got to use a cannon to destroy those. So it's kind of what you expect, really, from a tower defense game. Um, it seemed quite addictive, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> just not... watching it, I wanted to play it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've kind of picked it up, and I thought, oh, this is probably going to be interesting for a couple of minutes. And then after the hour, I was kind of <laughs> twitching and just hearing popping sounds in my head. <laughs> so um, the achievement list... Um... It's it's quite grindy, is that right? Very grindy. So there's an achievement, uh, for example, popping 50 million balloons. Well, that's just stupid. Which um, I imagine it would honestly come quite quickly because there's a ton of levels to do on it. Um, but the levels are pretty long as well. So playing on easy, though, there's still 50 waves on the very first level of enemies. And the waves are kind of 30 seconds to a minute each. Even uh, You can fast forward. So it depletes, it decreases that time a little bit, but it's still going to take a long old time, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we spoke about Wildlands. Let's talk about Verdun, which is a World War One shooter, and the first time we had used a green screen overlay on our streams. <laughs> so to make it a little bit more interesting, rather than us sitting there with a white wall behind us, um. We're choosing some sort of related image to the game. So check out our streams every week to, or every day to uh, see something that's uh, vaguely related to the game that we're playing. And now Dave's in control of that. <laughs> so we're all a little bit nervous <laughs> as to what we're going to see behind us every day. Um, so Verdun, Jack. This was a first-person shooter. Yep. World War One traditional. I mean, it feels like sort of the first Call of Duty game to me. Very similar sort of yeah. vibe to it. Except it was very outdoorsy mm-hmm. it was on a battlefield on a on the front lines rather than being in a in a village or anything like that at least the levels we were playing um so jack tell us about the the game's um style so there, there was a so multiplayer did, and single player yeah multiplayer and single player didn't seem to have any kind of campaign or no. anything so it's purely um it was either against ai or against other people online uh, a couple of different game modes one of them was a trench mode 
where you're in a trench and it's just waves of enemies coming for you. It's just kind of like a horde mode, I suppose, yeah. Um, there was a... Uh, I forgot what it was called. Um, attrition, I think. But you had attrition? To, yeah, you had to move forward. So Your dentures fell out then. You... Um, were killing the other enemies, then you'd have to defend your area. If you could successfully defend it, they'd have to fall back and you could push forward and attack and then it just rinse and repeat, basically. Again, incredibly grindy achievements, all of them for levelling up various different mm -hmm. ways in different classes. There's a lot of different classes, weren't there? But we really struggled when we went online to unlock a second weapon, so we just stuck with the pistol, which made you so underpowered that you were a bit screwed, really. Every yeah. Every person you come against would, would destroy you. Well, I think the the issue we had was not knowing how it worked. So when we joined the online, it put us into a team of people. And it's four different distinct classes in there. But the class you are automatically assigned, you can't seem to change from. So we were trying to change to a different class that had a rifle instead. Did you not, which, could you not press Y to like, swap weapons? Uh, you no. Uh, no, because I know I I jumped in for like ten seconds and then it crashed, and uh, I know I could switch around, but oh really? Yeah, I, I started with a rifle and then changed to a pistol. And then... Oh, we couldn't get past the pistol. Yeah, we were. Uh, um, that was used error. We did struggle with, the, with a few of the controls. A specific actually. class, but then we used a skill point to unlock a rifle for that class, but we couldn't seem to swap between the classes that had the different weapons. But we could upgrade the class we were currently stuck with to yeah. have a rifle. Yeah, we didn't do a great job of that. But, no. but um, it seemed quite quite interesting. Um, it felt quite old school. Mm -hmm. Like the graphics weren't anything to write home about, uh, which I suppose you'd expect from a, a relatively small budget game. Um, but yeah, I just think it, the achievement list looked a bit just a bit well, too playing, grindy for me. Playing 250 games with a friend was one of them, I remember. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know whether you can boost a lot of that stuff quickly, but um, if you're into your completions, I would probably avoid Verdun. Unless you have a lot of time on your hands. Um, after we're done, we were fortunate enough to receive the press pack for Lego Worlds, which is another Lego game, but it's not another Lego game. Is it, Jack? It's a bit different. No, it's a little bit different. So it's Lego in a game. I know that's <laughs> all of the other games as well, but it's actually building Lego, building yes. things out of individual bricks and... It was really fun, actually. I didn't know what to expect at all. Yes, it was very, very good. Um, we got sent a um, a box of Lego in our press kit. So I built the box of Lego while Jack played the game, so that took mm -hmm. me a while. Um, so I didn't actually see what you were playing doing for the first bit. But basically the idea is that you're in various different worlds. You can travel between them in the rocket that uh, I built a model of. <laughs> um, but you have, like, building... Um, like tools so you've got like one that can flatten the world mm -hmm. one that can lay bricks one that can paint stuff um one that can copy and paste stuff you've already made mm -hmm. and there was basically lots of people lots of npcs kicking around that set you challenges like build me a house or um paint this thing they sort of taught you the mechanics as you went mm -hmm. um and we we had quite a lot a lot quite a lot of fun in our first hour i played some co-op um it was a split screen local co-op and it went it went pretty well. We we rattled through quite a few of the achievements. We've got eight for 100 Gs. Mm -hmm. I think there's quite a lot of achievements in the game. Um, 
but we got eight for a hundred in our hour. Um, but it seemed really fun. Loads of people in the chat were saying they were going to buy it for their kids, <laughs> which you could tell was a lie. They're just going to buy it for themselves. It's uh, actually but it's good a cheaper game anyway, isn't it? It's only yeah, I think it was only twenty pounds digitally. Yeah, twenty pounds like digitally, which isn't bad at all. Which is great, yeah. It seemed like it was a, a reasonably um, large mm-hmm. game to to get stuck into as well. One thing but, yeah, that I loads, loads was really cool was when Jack built the house, and like he he put the roof on, and he was building up, and there was obviously some tiny little gaps, like the really yeah. thin bricks you get, and it automatically like adjusted as you pasted a brick in it, it automatically like resized it to the size mm-hmm. you'd actually yeah. need. Yeah, when you were cool. when you were building, you had access to a vast amount of different brick shapes and yeah, all sorts of and stuff, got didn't you? It was a really paint cool. gun as well to color things differently. You've got. Mm. Tons of stuff and the discovery tool. So as you're wandering around, you'll find like animals and stuff like that. You can use that tool to discover the animal, and then you can spawn that at will after you've kind of purchased yeah. the model from your inventory. Yeah, it was very cool. Uh, check it out. And then yesterday we played Warhammer Quest, but our internet went down halfway through. Mm-hmm. Well, in fact, probably before that. Uh, so we didn't unlock any achievements, but it was a RPG, yep. turn-based... Take on the classic tabletop game, an addictive yes. mix of strategy and role playing. <laughs> You've over. read the PR yeah. <laughs> email. An addictive mix. Okay, I didn't find it massively addicting. I have to say, um, but it looked it looked pretty. Yeah, it looked pretty uh, it different. It was kind of all top down, literally. So yeah, it did was... look just like a board game, didn't it? Yeah, I found it um, quite difficult at some points to uh, figure out who were the enemies and who was my team, which sounds mm. stupid. <laughs> no, I, I felt the same. And you had a squad of uh, four adventurers that uh-huh. you could choose. The most annoying thing for me was that I don't know whether we, there was a way to group them together, but if you were moving around, you had to move everyone individually. Yeah. And like you could move them five squares at a time. So you'd move one five squares and you have to move the next one five yeah, squares. There was a fast forward button as well, but that didn't stick. It wasn't a toggle or anything. So That was for enemy attacks, though, wasn't it? Yeah. That wasn't for you just moving around the environment. It looked. A very in-depth game. There were menus upon menus upon menus, like huge inventory mm-hmm. sections to get stuck into. Uh, if you like RPGs and turn-based, I would imagine this is probably right up there with the the cream of the crop. Um, but I don't know enough about it. But I'm sure. We're, are we reviewing it, Dave? Do you know? Um, no, nobody's reviewed it yet. Nobody wanted it. Okay. <laughs> no one wanted to review it. Uh, fair enough. Before we so, move um, on, are we going to talk about... a review on another side. Yeah, are we going to talk about Bakasuko? Like, how did that get on? Oh, that's not even on there. I, <laughs> it might have been deleted. <laughs> <laughs> Bakasuko isn't on there. Did we not unlock any achievements? Uh, oh, no, of course we Oh, we removed it from the schedule, like. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um... Dave, do you want to tell us about Bokazuka? I don't know what was going on. <laughs> well, no, do I. This was, I think, entirely user error, uh, we've learned. But, yeah. I mean, we happen to have two controllers plugged into our Xbox so that we can play co-op. We started this game, which looked like something that was released on the ZX Spectrum 48K. I, thought, that's being I thought it came with a tape drive or something. <laughs> right. um, so I don't even know. It looks a bit like sort of Dig Dug, sort of side on. <laughs> There's like terrible earth and weird characters with no animation at all to speak of. And then I had one button that I could basically make the bit of the, on the left of the screen a bit bigger. But I couldn't move my man more than like two blocks because otherwise he just hit the walls that were surrounding him. And all I could do was just move him these two little blocks around in a circle or make the left part of the screen a bit bigger and that was it everything else i tried to do didn't work 
So eventually, after I think eight minutes, <laughs> we gave up. Having since learned that there is like a two-player, two-controller mode. Mm. So what I think was probably happening is that we would have had to pick up the other controller and do some stuff with that at the same time to make it work. Yeah. Um, so it, as I say, it was probably user error, and it's probably, you know, it's up there with Wildlands as Game of the Week. But um, <laughs> for those eight minutes, I, you know, I wanted to stick pins in my eyes. So... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I would, I would try and ask someone who's more experienced with that game than I, if for a review. But we didn't get on very well with it. No. Is that fair? <laughs> Someone's like it off. Yeah. But it was pretty terrible, and it didn't tell us. If, didn't. if the problem was that we had two controllers plugged in, tell us that. Mm. Didn't tell us. Um, <laughs> that's it for what we did on our streams this week, last week. Uh, let's talk about site news. So, um, as we mentioned briefly earlier, the site leaderboards are currently off. We are in a world of genre-related pain as we rewrite all the site leaderboards to work with a new genre system that we are implementing at the moment. So, it's a big old job. There's every possibility that we won't finish it today. So, that PSA that the site leaderboards will be turned off for 36 hours might become um, considerably longer than that. Uh, but we are doing our best to get them done. Uh, let's move on to regular news, Dave. Yeah, okay, so it's not been a crazy busy week, but there's been a couple of juicy bits. Uh, the oh. main one was the uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War gameplay reveal. Oh my goodness. It was, what, like 16 minutes of gameplay? They were kind of giving like a walkthrough of what was happening. It looks pretty impressive. It looks like, the, I think you just summed it up and said they've taken like the first game and like made it 10 times bigger. Just looked yeah. amazing. Well, it looked... I mean, the, there were some cool bits in the first game where, like, when you'd come into a battle scene or you'd arrive at an area and there was a big bad guy there, the camera would, like, pan yeah. around and just go in close to him. And they're all of the bad, I guess they're orcs or whatever they are, I don't know what they are, but they all look different. They've all got different, they've got amazing names, <laughs> like, the, like, Ivor the Terrible Murderer or something, <laughs> and, um... I've made that up. They won't want to call that. But they look proper nasty. They're evil. They're just horrible. And they've taken that. They've made it loads better. But when you arrived in the area this time, you had like all your mates with you. You had yeah. an army following you. And it panned around all of them. And you had some huge like thing on your team that was just absolutely enormous. And you, they showed you attacking this fort thing. And he just sort of wandered up to the front door, started pounding on it. Um, and then when he finally got in, he just picked up one of these enemies and just ripped his head off oh, and just threw crazy. him to the ground. It was amazing. The little cutscene animation, all of that stuff. And it's totally woven into the gameplay. So it doesn't feel like it's you know just jumping out. The camera just pans from where you are and pans onto another scene. And it did, I don't know, there was maybe 10 of those showing off different enemies, showing off different things that were going on. All just beautifully woven into the gameplay. Um, and there was a lot, I mean, it's a while since I played the first game, but the, all the little mechanics, like you, you could, there's certain weapons that you get where you can sort of uh, move yourself. You can like lightning travel between enemies. So you fire a shot and you'll just appear next to them and, and just, ah, oh, it was, I don't know. Just watch it. Honestly, it just looked amazing. I immediately pre-ordered it. It is going to be epic. And I think it's only five months till it comes out for it might even be four Does months. It come till out it comes out games come. Yes, it comes out Gamescom week, so hopefully we will be um, playing all there. We will be playing it there and, and enjoying the launch party if there is one. So that would be amazing. But yeah, just check it honestly. Check it out. It would literally the best gameplay video I've seen in 
uh, well over a year. It just. Do you remember in totally the first one? Do you know there was that obviously that nemesis system where you can, you can like a boss, and if you killed somebody, yes. another one would take the place and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember in the first one, like if you fought somebody and you died, but they'd get like scars from the fight and things like. That. Yeah, yeah, and they keep so, it stays with them. It looks so good, and they like they're saying like they've improved that a lot. So I can't wait to see. Yeah, nemesis system was a that. big thing about it, and um, the big oh. oh. Hello. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Dave, you know what that means. Yeah, giving away a code. It's not Bakasuka Wars. It is Wells. Which... That is Wells good. <laughs> I was waiting for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Wells, what was that? I can't remember what it was. It was like a, a platformer kind of... It was a platformer and you had a various weapons and you unlocked yeah. weapons as you played. It had slightly weird controls, but it was really enjoyable. And yeah. the bullets kind of bounced off the edges of the... Yeah. Some fun achievements in that game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the code for this is JG7C4Y4DFXC6HMQ43G3TG6WCZ. So go, go, go. Wicked, okay. Um, good luck to anyone who touched that in. Um, one... F- Final Jack, did, what, did you, you haven't played the first one, have you? Of um, no. Shadows of Mordor. No, I haven't. Did this make you want to? Yeah. Try it. Yeah, really interesting. Actually, it almost feels like I was kind of put off because I didn't know how heavily RPG RPG-ish it was. Yeah, it's not at all. It's an action game that mm. just has that behind it. It, it almost. Yeah. I mean, like I would honestly. In I, terms of a mix, I hate so. games like this normally. I honestly, I really do. But Mordor was amazing, and this looks so much better. It really does. So, I think um, you'd love oh. it because the the combat system is basically Batman, but with a sword yes. as well. Okay, yeah. interesting. It's, it's, it's got that same similar kind of combat system. Yeah, you're right. With a really the cool thing deep about Mordor story, is massive world. It's really good. The cool thing about this game is that you get um, you have loads of different like powers that you make better and they're different they are each sort of a different type of attack so you've got like ex- exterminations and you've got like drop attacks and you've got like your arrow attacks and then you've got sword attacks and all of those things you sort of power up and get better and better out throughout the game but when it does that close-up of the orc that you're about to fight it will say right this guy is immune to yeah. the arrow attacks or he's immune to execution so you have to go in there and think right okay when I'm tackling this guy I need to get to a vantage point where I can drop on him and that maybe he's you know maybe he's um weak on on drop attacks or stuff like that and sometimes you'll come into an area where there's three different guys and they're all they've all got different weaknesses and strengths and you have to plan your attack across the whole thing um and sometimes you'll play it really stealthily because you can sometimes if i found that i could get into an area this is in mordor obviously i haven't played the new one yet and you could literally get in without anyone seeing you do whatever you needed to do and get out and and sometimes that was the only way to do it because you're talking about areas with like a hundred enemies in, mm-hmm. and this they will properly gang up on you as soon as you get like more than ten around you, you're in trouble. But obviously this one with the the whole you've got an army on your side mechanic, uh, maybe that will that will make it a bit of a different thing. But um, and as, oh, as well, it's like if you fought like a boss and you died, it'd make them stronger. Yes. And yeah, they kind of all. Yeah, you kill one, somebody steps in his place, you can go and take some, and you kind of had that this mind control thing, so you could set them up to like deceive them some way or attack them as soon as you start attacking, they'll jump in and help you and stuff. It was it was brilliant. It was like a proper surprise yeah. for me, because I remember, I remember the trailers 
before it came out, thinking it looks like, all right. It's them playing it and just being like totally blown away. Yeah, like, I mean, as I say, it's just nothing I would normally enjoy at all. That sort of genre in that setting, but blew me away. And you've got that and game of the year version, isn't it? That's got the DLC. So if you get it, get that version. Yeah, I never tried the DLCs actually, so I don't know. Can't comment about those. I think one was mainly hunting. <laughs> Hunting sportsmen as Jack. Yeah, if you, if you like the Batman style games, like the combat is, just like, I like free flow kind of combat. Brilliant. Yeah, I think you like it. It's well worth playing, but uh, maybe just wait for this one. Um, okay, what else have we got? A couple of Gears of War announcements. So uh, there was a March update. I'm not going to go through all that because there was quite a lot of stuff in it. Um, but one of the results of the March update is that two previously discontinued or partially discontinued achievements are now unlockable again. Mm-hmm. The uh, kind of me- one of them was kind of linked, or the two of them are linked to ribbons in the game, and the, the the update messed that ribbon up. But now that's been fixed, so you can get those two achievements. That's chess candy and seriously four point Like can you imagine grinding all the way through seriously four point oh for it to be? You can't get <laughs> one, one medal or something. Yeah. Like, you um, and then the other thing, which. Yeah, they're doing some. They're doing improvements to the Nasher, and if you played Gears online, I've always thought the Nasher like was really hit and miss. Sometimes it'd do exactly what you're expecting, and other times you'd shoot somebody point blank and nothing had happened. They've basically reworked it. If you there's an image in the story which is quite interesting. If you look at it, when you used to fire the Nasher, which is obviously the shotgun, the bullet spread happened from like right at the end of the gun, like where where your trigger is. And that probably explains it. And it was something to do with being able to shoot through a walls in the original version that they had to do it like this. So they've now changed it so the spray happens as you'd expect it to do. So hopefully that seems a lot more consistent. Nice. Uh, and then a couple of free games this weekend. We've got Play Steep for free this weekend. Yay. A weekend's probably a good amount of time to spend with Steep. Mm-hmm. You'll get You'll probably get 10 achievements. 12 achievements and um, it will give you a feel of the game I got a bit bored with it after about a weekend so um, <laughs> you might too <laughs> I, I, I suppose it doesn't help for you you probably played it about 8 times the same I have played it a lot before, before <laughs> played you actually got <laughs> and, and then the other one which is free is Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 uh, that's free if you've got Xbox Live Gold nice Not a game I don't know anything game. about that what's that um, it's Dragon Ball it's so it's a big <laughs> no it seems like it's got quite a positive response on site. It's four point five out of five from one hundred and ninety four votes. Wow, rating, massively popular. What type of game is it, Jack? What's it saying? Those genres soon to be ripped out. Genres. Two thousand and sixteen awards. Right. It won the what? Sorry, best action award. Action. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's definitely worth checking out. Then I will check that out. And um, if you do play it and do like it, um, it looks like they're going to have a discount on the actually yeah. purchasing it too. So. Okay. Um, we've had an achievement change. Yeah, so obviously we spoke before about Snap being removed from the upcoming Xbox dashboard. Yeah. Uh, Threes was one of the games that had an achievement related to playing it in Snap mode. They've now patched that to just playing three games. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember we spoke about it. We're not sure about it, if you can change the description, but they haven't changed the description and the actual requirement on this one. Uh, yes, you can change the description, and you, I found out this week you can actually change the name as well. So we will be adjusting our app achievements at some point in the not too distant future. Division, it's been a year since release. Doesn't wow. seem like that's crazy. That Just seems like yesterday. Playtime then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, they've announced uh, a couple of free expansion packs are going to be coming over the course of like the next few months. So that if you're playing it, if you're still playing it now from Friday, from 9th to the 16th of March, you're going to get 200 premium credits to spend as you will within the game. Uh, there's an unnamed expansion going to be released soonish that's going to be an event system that drives players to activities that feature modified right. leaderboards and unique vanity items. So not much, too much on that, but we'll see what that does. And then expansion two is still far away. And the team doesn't want to comment on it, but um, it's good that they're still supporting it, especially when a game like that needs the like the end game constantly evolving to keep people involved in um, it. Are these new expansions going to be paid, or are they? Um... No, these are free. free. Two free expansions, yeah. Nice. We've got Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. Uh, there was one map pack that released on that way back when. Activision didn't monetize it probably to its full potential. There was one map pack, no achievements in it or anything, but that map pack is coming to Modern Warfare 4. Looks quite nice. I can't, I, can't, I, I bought this, I'm certain. It, oh, yeah, I remember that one with like the lanterns in it. <laughs> Chinatown, yeah, I remember this map. I wonder maps, if yeah, they'll um, decide to tweak it a bit and uh, add achievements. Obviously, the original didn't have them. But yeah, it'd be nice it might be more play. of an incentive now. They might have realised, oh, if we add achievements to it, we're probably going to get more people buying it than we would. Or yeah, kind a, of like not a, just for hardcore fans, it appeals to a wider audience at that stage. A bit weird. They never bothered with sort of, There was a couple of games did, but multiplayer in general and COD didn't have any achievements at all, has it? There's mm-hmm. a couple of games that did. But I'd, I'd love to jump back in and play them. Brilliant. And then the last thing we're going to do is Wordiment. Everybody's favourite word puzzle game that was free and gave you game a score <sighs> is on Windows 10 is going to become Microsoft Ultimate Word Games. So they're basically changing it to bundle in Jumble and Crosswords along with Wordament. Uh, they did specifically mention achievements. I said there's going to be new ones coming for those games. So I'm not, I've got no idea how this will work, whether they'll update the Windows 8 version to become Windows 10 and have these as extras. Or whether it'll be a totally new game, I have no idea, but keep an eye out for that and extra achievements. Wicked. Fantastic. Okay, let's do a quick preview on um, next week's stream. So we haven't got the details yet. ID team are all at, have been at GTA, at GTA, I see? No, have been at GDC. <laughs> and um, we're, at, I think, preparing for PAX East now. So it's been a bit tricky to get our um, list of games up to date, but... Um, we can tell you that today we will be streaming a double bill of Tabletop World Racing World Tour and Kitty Powers Matchmaker, the two games that we've all been looking forward to. Game for of the year, time. I think. And that's not a lie. That is actually true. Uh, and then on Monday we are doing Sub-Level Zero Redux uh, and we will publish the rest of the list as soon as we know what's coming out. Uh, let's move on to questions. Okay, so uh, where should we start? Do I do Question of the Week? Yeah, let's do Question of the Week. Okay, so Question of the Week is from Derek 2.0. Regular now in our beam streams, yes. And Thank he you, asked, How many games have you? Oh no, is that it? yeah, how many games have you each completed 100% achievements? And which was your favorite and least favorite of these games? Okay, uh, that is relatively easy for me to answer, I think, because I only popped my 65th the other day. Uh, so I have 65. If you're interested to know how many you have, you can go to your homepage on TA, and there is a 
badge with a cog and a tick on it. That is your completed games. Um, it will be based on your DLC setting, which is default to include owned DLC, and I actually have 66 of them. If you click on that badge, it will give you the full list of completed games. Jack, how many have you got? Uh, I've got 188, and I have my DLC settings set to include all DLC. All DLC? Yeah, because I'm mad. You are crazy, crazy. Um, that's pretty impressive, I have to say. Um, that's treble what I've got. <laughs> so, have you got a favourite amongst those? Uh, probably the Batman games. Or Bioshock 2. How many versions of Batman have you completed? Well, I'm working on the Xbox One version of a minute, and I have two more Xbox 360 versions to play. But okay, have you got a least favourite amongst those games? Ah, oh, so many. Um, <laughs> Just choose one. Avatar, maybe. Avatar. Okay, I, I haven't done that. I can't really say I played that. I played the first 30 seconds and pushed the B button was yeah. like 50 times, and you yeah. pop all the achievements, yeah. and it was straight back in the case. Okay, I've got um, Peggle 2 is probably up there. Zombie Driver Ultimate Edition I really enjoyed. Uh, Need for Speed Rivals, also a built-in game. Just Cause 1, Sleeping Dogs, they are all brilliant. Um, First Advanced Warfare, God, I didn't even know I'd completed that. Damn. Um, All of those I've completed. Uh, Worst ones. Um, Let's have a quick look at the bottom of the list. Oh, NCIS. That was pretty terrible. <laughs> I've got that on um, the backlog to play. Cycle. So. Energy cycle was pretty bad. Um, oh, God, Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. I forgot about that one. I played, it had a co-op mode. I played it with two controllers solo. Oh, that sounds painful. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, I also really enjoyed Her Majesty's Spiffing, which was one of the most recent ones I finished. And cheering test as well. That was also great. Um, Dave, have you got numbers and... Um, yeah, I've got... 229 completed, that uh, includes oh. own DLC. Um, favorites, uh, different reasons, probably Call of Duty World at War, just because that was, you had to get to prestige level 10, and that was before I even cared about achievements. So I managed to do that playing legit, so that's like a year of just playing with friends on COD and really wow. loving it. Um, Red Dead Redemption, probably. Nice. I My favourite until after you finish the story and after like do the grand. So you got to do all the hunting stuff. Yeah, it was. I, I loved it up flowers. until spoilers. But at the end, you play as Jack, and he's really annoying. And yeah, and getting all like collecting flowers and hunting thing that was a bit yeah. rubbish. And in terms of the worst, I don't know. Um, ben Hur was. Oh. Um, oh, so many. <laughs> Slash dash. That's a poor controller job. They messing around. I think I. I there were some really terrible ones where I had to use like guitar hero controllers because I didn't run <laughs> controllers in the past and things like. That. <laughs> uh, Clash. Four controller rubbish one. Thank you, Derek. Uh, you win a game, and no, you can't swap it for something else. Um, <laughs> second question. Viper sixty one said, "If you were making a game that was good enough to get." a remaster or re-release, would you release it with the same or different achievements? Make it any easier or harder, harder completion? That's a really good question. Um, blah, 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 blah. Dave, what do you reckon to that one? I suppose that, like, if you were looking at like the Call of Duty ones, like it, 
say Call of Duty 4 just got remastered, I think I probably would have thrown in some multiplayer stuff just to encourage people to some extra stuff in. play it. And I probably would change it a little bit. Because you're going to get feedback at the time, aren't you? you know, this was a really rubbish achievement grinding. Well, that's what I was just about to say. So I, for me, it entirely depends how good the first achievement list was. Yeah. If it was a brilliant achievement list, why, why touch it? Mm. Don't mess with what's not broken. Yeah. Again, though, arguably, you could not touch the original, but you could just tack some extra stuff onto the top. Yeah, you could. Just score slightly. Uh, yeah, that might be a nice way to do it. Yeah. But if there was obviously a one that everyone hated, take that one out. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, uh, Robert Blaine. Yeah, he said, what games had the highest DLC completion percentage? Any surprises to you? So I wasn't 100% sure what the question meant, but I've assumed it to be what game, what DLC packs have the highest completion percentage. So I've done some research. Mm-hmm. This is my this is my favourite thing to do. Um, now, this... I hadn't even thought about this before I did the research, but actually, when you actually look at the list, it's pretty obvious. Um... The vast majority are Walking Dead episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um, Walking Dead Season 2, Walking Dead Season 1, episodes 2 to 5 in those. And the other um, Telltale games, like Tales of the Borderlands, Game of Thrones, are all almost 100% on the completions. Um, which I suppose is exactly what you expect. There's no there's no missable achievements. You just sort of plod away, uh, and it's an easy completion in, in the hour. Um there's even stuff like the Batman Telltale in there as well. Um, there's also Fallout 3 Operation Anchorage on both PC and Xbox, so I'm guessing that is a particularly easy one to do, which is also 100% completion. Uh, there is a World of Kefling Sugar Spice and Not So Nice, which I've never heard of that pack before, uh, but has 100% completion as well. Uh, there's one for Strangle Stranglehold, which was a great game, which I've forgotten about. I, should, I tell you what, that could... Be, do with a remaster or a, a new version. That was a great game, Stranglehold. Also at 100%. Uh, surprises? I'm not sure there's any real surprises there. Uh, Minecraft story mode, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Minecraft. It's all a load of that. Um, Army of Two EU edition. SSC challenge map pack has a 99% completion. So um, I might publish a list of this. Uh, on the site, so you can have a look at it uh, in the story. Um, cool, thank you. Interesting question. Okay, uh, Ian Triplo asked, how much has GTASC changed your playing habits in the last weeks? Have you been pleased or not if they have? This is a good question. So, um, it tends to change our habits when it's a bonus week. Yeah. <laughs> like this week, we had to do that specific, get twice as many achievements as we got last week. So everyone cranked out Turn On, which I don't think any of us would have played normally. Um, no offense to Turn On, but I, did, I didn't even know about it. It was only mentioned to me as a game that had a load of easy achievements. It just happened to come in a sale as well, didn't it, luckily? Yeah, no, it was perfect timing. Um, and some weeks I've found that I've had to rattle off a quick completion. So like the week before when I bought Spiffing, because I knew it was a quick hour completion because i needed the score and i would imagine that tomorrow i will do a similar thing because i haven't scored anything this week at all i need to get some score Uh, but generally it doesn't affect me too much um i've noticed the scoring this year seems higher uh each week we seem to be required to do pretty much 2000 ta or each a week which is a lot uh normally i I think a thousand was has quite often been enough to see your team through but I suppose we are in March now um, 
But if we go out, I mean, it's not. I'm not like. I'm not expecting to win it. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's not going to be devastating. I need to get on a more ambitious year. team for next year. What are you talking about? Well, quite, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just in it to, to fill the for the lulls. We went out in week ten last week last year. So if we can avoid week, if we can get past that, have we not already done that? No, I think this is week nine now. Oh, okay. But the good news okay, is right. we have like what? How much have we got? We got like eighteen thousand bonus TA sat there. Oh, so we can just crank out some of that. Yeah. Is someone is one of us in charge of doing that, pressing that button? Because um, someone needs to be. Because <laughs> yeah, <we got> <laughs> if we just forget, oh, none of us do it. Then uh, well, you forgot in the solo, didn't you? I forgot in the solo, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I thought I would have ruined our team bonus. That's why I didn't do it. In the, uh, okay. video, that's your excuse. Okay. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't an excuse. It's just me being an idiot. Um, <laughs> but I don't think it changes it dramatically. Do, Dave, do you play differently at all? You don't. You just score tons every week, anyway, don't you? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't play any differently. Um, maybe if we got like a little bit further on and we needed to, you know, get something quickly just to survive another week or something, I, I might do. But it's not gonna, like you say, we're not gonna win it. We're not really competing. We're just in it for the for the sense of community. So exactly. Just play as normal and we hope it's easy to face. Jack's all disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why he tried. I was going for the win. Oh, you need, you, you're in the zero score. You've got to come on. Yeah, I need to play some stuff this weekend. But... You're on okay. a minus score, Rich. Am I? <laughs> the shame of it. Okay, next question. Rusty Old Tunes said, how much of Zelda, whatever it's called, what's it Breath called? Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild's Metacritic score is because it is a Zelda game. What would the score be if it was not Zelda? Um, now, this is a really interesting question. So it assumes a bias amongst reviewers towards Zelda, which may or may not exist. I mean, I don't have any. I only played it for an hour, uh, but I enjoyed what I played of it, but I didn't think it was like 100 out of 100 stuff, but I've only given it an hour, so I don't know. I'm far less cynical than um the but then Rusty and his old tunes. I think people <laughs> review stuff without, or generally review stuff without um, preconceptions of this has got to be given a ten out of ten. It's it's so obvious that review is going to be out on the internet. Um, and if you've made a hash of it, if you've bigged up something that's not worth bigging up, or you've criticised something that's clearly really good, and you've stated it like the guy who did the terrible Forza Horizon 3 review, that's on the net forever. <laughs> Especially because there's aggregating sites that will pull it in, so even if you deleted it from the original place, uh, it's out there somewhere. So I don't really think people have preconceived ideas for reviews, and you know, these a lot of these publications, IGN, etc., that are on Metacritic, um, their reviewers live or, buy, you know, live or die by their reviews. They're not they're experienced reviewers that know how to review games. It's not like it's a blog. I mean, you look at the vast array of um, reviews that it got, and there are obviously pulled stuff pulled in from little blogs, but it's mainly like proper AAA publications, well-respected games media that are doing these reviews. So I would say probably none of it. Um, I can't speak from a personal point of view, but if I, were, if I did get a chance to actually sit down and play some more of it, which I obviously will do because I can take the switch anywhere I like and play it on uh, on my lap. Um, I will hopefully be able to give you an opinion myself. I struggled because all the controls are around the wrong way. All the buttons have got the wrong labels on, <laughs> so they've made a mistake in the factory and put the A on the B and the B on the <laughs> A and the X on the Y, <laughs> uh, which 
really threw me when I started playing it because it just tells you on the screen, press the B button. And I'm so used to pressing, you know, where the B button is on an Xbox controller that it, that whole thing just threw me. But it's just, you know, you'd get used to that pretty quick, I would imagine. So I would say none of it in answer to the question. Okay. And that is I it. don't know that for sure, but that's my, that's my opinion. <laughs> That's all the questions for this week. Oh, yes, that's all the questions. Okay, cool. Right, new achievement list. There's been bajillions of them. Yeah, I've had quite a few. So a couple of triple... Well, yeah, a couple of triple A's. So I've had uh, Tom Clancy's, which we've spoken about already. That's 43 achievements for a 1,000 game score. And Lego... Oh, no, that is. Lego like World. Just specify long, which of the Tom Clancy games. Looks like a long completion, that one as well. Mm. Does it? Okay. And Lego Worlds with 61 achievements. Mm-hmm. Uh, another well version of Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three with forty-seven achievements. Okay. And yet another ACA Neo Geo game. <laughs> the King of Fighters so ninety-four. Now? I think that's five now. Is it? Okay. Uh, and these all have the same achievement list. All the same achievement list. Yeah. And all are they all like seven pounds to buy? Is that right? Yeah. Something like that. Okay. And relatively yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Then we had Neurovoider with 38 achievements. Um, another Windows Phone game. They seem to be well, quite rare of a minute, and that's an old school yes. Windows Phone game because it's 200 uh, gamer score. So the Great Wobo Escape. <laughs> um, Kitty Powers Matchmaker with 31 that today. We'll be playing yeah. that today, 4 o'clock. Can't wait. And Clicker Heroes with 12 achievements. Which um, is going to be a lot of pushing the A button, I believe. Just ridiculous game. Yeah. And Vikings Wolves of Midgard for 38 achievements. And another surprise on Windows 10 <laughs> release of Walking Dead Season 2. So we mentioned Season 1 appeared out of the blue last week, mm-hmm. so I suppose it was inevitable that Season 2 would appear. And I imagine next week we'll be talking about Mashion. Yeah. Uh, it's already out. Yeah. yeah, it came out. Oh, is it? Okay. Christmas time. Ignore me. Last year. And then we've had a couple of DLC packs as well. We've had a title update for the Dwarves, which adds in a horde mode. We are the Dwarves. A couple of, well, this isn't the, we are the Dwarves, this is just the Dwarves. Just the Dwarves. Yeah, so it's not, <laughs> We're not the Dwarves. No. Um, we've had a Lego Batman movie story pack for Lego Dimensions hit on the 360. That was already out on the 1. And then we had uh, Beyond Walls in Homefront, or Beyond the Walls in Homefront, sorry, for Revolution, eight achievements for 150 gamer score, and every single version of Minecraft Pocket Edition got one mm. achievement for 30 gamer score and a new <laughs> villager trading update. Right. If I remember rightly, that it was on the one, and it was like the, uh, the, they changed the tutorial world like quite often, don't they? But I remember the tutorial world. You could go up and there was a. It's for basically chain, getting an emerald. I think it is. Uh-huh. And you, th- that villager was right in front of you, and you could literally just do that, load it again, go back again, go back again, go back again. Nice, nice. Sounds easy. Okay, so new releases. Let's talk about those quickly. Um, so today we've got Tabletop Racing Kitty Powers and Cl- uh, Clicker Heroes all releasing today, and we're streaming two of those. Um, I'm assuming that Monday has the game that we are streaming. Which was... No, that that was a weird one. It it was oh, we got the list from ID last week, and then this one got added to it for like Tuesday or something okay. that came out. So okay, so I'm wrong. So there's nothing coming out on Monday. On Tuesday we have Sky Shards of Darkness and Death Squared, and then next Friday we have Zed Dark Kona K 
Kona is supposed to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Neuro Voider. Uh, all coming out next Friday. So, a uh, relatively quiet week. Although we might have more to add to that once we've spoken to ID. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time today, guys. Um, go and score some points for GTSC. Thank you for joining us, everybody else. And we will speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you later.